0: Stefan, so you have the dubious duo riding once again.
1: Yeah. Because everyone else is skyping. Yeah.
0: So we've been left in charge, so we'll apologise in advance, but get ready. Uh, And I'm going to start with the 1930s.
1: I'm just going to jump straight
0: in. I'm just going to jump straight in with the 1930s with something that I think should still be around today, and I'm wondering why the fuck it isn't.
1: Is it war? Oh, that was no, it,
0: it's a... it's a, a pattern was issued for a giant glowing-eyed skeleton that was designed to make criminals confess. Um, okay. The What's... idea was that the police would scare the suspects into telling them everything by sitting them in a dark room... Raising a black curtain to reveal the device and questioning them through a microphone in the skeleton's skull, which contained a camera to record the statements to use in court. Right. Okay. So, so, so... the th- the theory was get a Halloween skeleton with glowing eyes and a camera and microphone in its head, and basically scare the living shit out of pe- out of people to confess.
1: Were they planning on ever arresting and interviewing anyone over the age of twelve? <laughs> Apparently, this was supposedly for adults. I doubt it's gonna. No. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, it was for adults, man.
1: No. Oh. <laughs> even, do you know what? Even if, and I, I highly doubt it, even if adults do get scared by this more than the initial kind of war, what the fuck's that? And they are genuinely shitting themselves. I doubt that anyone who's committed a crime and is now sitting in a police station is suddenly gonna confess because they're a bit scared.
0: Yeah, I know. And it would be a bit fishy if you were sitting in a police station, you got put in a dark room, and suddenly there's a skeleton with with glowing eyes. I think you would figure out it's a police ploy.
1: Yeah. Like, within instant seconds. I think on balance, I can see why they went with the two-way glass. It was a wise
0: choice. (laughs) Yeah, even if you know the two-way glass is there and you're being watched, you might not be being watched, so you might just end up making funny faces at the glass for nothing. Yeah.
1: I just...
0: I mean, that is amazing. It was made, it was, uh, the pattern was issued to Helene Shelby. So,
1: Shelby did something wrong for once. (laughs) That's not the same, Shelby. (coughs)
0: Which, so, it shows the contrast in the minds of, what was it, in the minds of 80 years ago compared to now, which is we have the, HMS, what is it, HMS 5 Mills or something, brand new in Nottingham, and it looks like the prison cells look like hall of residency rooms, like it's a single bed flat, it's basically you get a studio flat to yourself, there's no bars on the window, you get free reign of the football pitch, tennis pitch, games, rooms, library, all that sort of shit, it's, it's more centred towards rehabilitation which means it's yeah. not actually punishment it just makes me want to go and commit murder so that i can get fr- i can get a place to live rent free with food paid for me pay no taxes don't need to do a job don't need to do anything i can just sit in prison and enjoy life cuz from the looks of it it would be quite easy it would be probably better than what some pl- some people live like outside of prison
1: well yeah well uh, no. I'm not going to go into this, but basically, do you know what? The prison we system's live, fucked in England. We live in the civilized world where you have to pay in the UK, right? This is how good the UK is, right? You have to pay a license, you have to buy a license to watch TV. And if you don't buy that license, you can get sent to jail where you can watch TV for free with no license i found some while you were talking about that i did find some crazy patterns none of them are too bad to be honest but there is one that's fucking well i, I remember there was a, a oh, what, was it? Hold on. what was i gonna say <laughs> it's, it's always good when i forget when I... all right i was uh researching lots of spy stuff uh about crazy spy stories and shit a while ago for a previous podcast yeah um, and i did find that the was it the CIA or was it MI6? I don't know, because I was researching both American and British. But somebody had filed a patent, or they'd made, a, a fake scrotum.
0: A fake scrotum? Yes. How would a fake scrotum work? I'm assuming you'd have to put it in the real scrotum. No,
1: not in, Kyle. Or over. <laughs> over. Or even over. What is the purpose of the fake uh, scrotum? It was slightly bigger and it looked like an almost scrotum, except it had a small radio, uh, a microphone and a transmitter in it. It was for spies. And the idea was that even if you were strip and cavity searched, not many people's going to cup your balls to check that you've got something hidden in them. No, but I'm assuming most people would realise, holy shit, his balls look a bit rubbery, and holy fuck, they're huge. Well, I'm guessing that they weren't much bigger than the screwed up that they went over, and that they I mean, looked to, realistic. To, to hold, I mean, they to. To hold in... Used.
0: To hold in... What was it? A radio? A microphone?
1: Yeah, well, it's just tiny little, like, microchips. And a little speaker, I suppose.
0: It depends when these were made, because if it was during Cold War or something, it wouldn't
1: have been little it it was it was but the thing that amazes me is radio yeah i mean what if you're strip searching someone and you think yeah they're all right and you just tell them to put the the um clothes but all right that's all right put your clothes back on all of a sudden the balls start playing like capital <laughs> 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 like
0: why a radio Oh, imagine- oh fucking hell, I'm just imagining someone actually gets switched all he all he has. Right, okay, you can put your clothes back on now. And don't forget, don't say hello! You have to say the key word in order to win the big money flies. <laughs> um... <laughs> uh, so, I- I've,
1: I've got know, a couple- a couple like, of crazy patterns here, okay? In- in order for storage, it must have been a bit bigger. It must have been- like, Yeah obviously big, yeah it was obviously a bit bigger than what I went over (laughs) I don't know they weren't used I think they went with other things maybe like pens and shit I don't know why shoes and other normal storage types of things Uh, Kyle this (laughs) one is a good one for you so this is one of the craziest patterns it is a gerbil shirt a gerbil shirt (laughs) do you want to guess what a gerbil shirt is
0: Is it legitimately just clothes that you put on your gerbils, or is it a fucking tiny little shirt that you put on something?
1: No. No? Okay. What is it? It's literally the opposite. It is a shirt that you put on that's got all the tubes around for your gerbil to run round in.
0: (laughs) Why? (laughs) Why? (laughs) Why not? If these people uh, never had a pet gerbil or hamster, they will
1: just piss on you. It 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 says um, the patent was filed in 1999, so it's not like this is old, really. A pet display vest for a person having elongated and closed pet receiving passageways extending there there across with at least one closable pet admitting entry. At least part of the passageway being transparent so that when the vest is worn, a pet moving along the passageway across a wearer's body can be viewed by a spectator. (laughs) It also warns against any trips or falls and that the inside of the tube should be textured so that there is ample traction for your pet. There are also air vents throughout to be sure that they can breathe. So they went basically, make sure there's air holes because we don't want to suffocate them, don't fall over and make sure they've got traction control because they're going to be moving around. You know what this feels like? <laughs> yeah.
0: This feels like the type of pattern that the man who took his fish for a walk by tying some string around it during a flood would do. Yeah. That sound sounds like that type of mind.
1: There was also a dog poo... You know the spying devices? So like yeah. a speaker, like a, not mm-hmm. a microphone. There was a dog poo one. There was also... What this was, was another a... spy one. This was the 70s.
0: What was put in a baguette? There was something that was legitimately, like, it was French
1: intelligence or something, and they decided to put it inside a baguette. That's a bad idea, to put something in a baguette, because all French people just eat baguettes all the time. What's the thing? I, it was that like... isn't maybe being stereotypical, they genuinely do. I think it actually. I think it was a British device, or it was a
0: French device, one or two, but it was playing off the whole stereotype of every French person walks around with baguettes. So it was legitimately some sort of <laughs> kind of device inside a fake baguette that you could just carry
1: around and pretend you are being. That's a comedy sketch. No, but the dog poo one, they literally they put it on the floor, right, and then I would hope so. because <laughs> you are not gonna pick, well, you are not gonna pick someone else's dog poo. But is the this is the seventies is the is the idea. But then they realise after a while that even if two people are standing right next to a dog poo on the pavement, which is unlikely, having a conversation that you want to spy on, right, then you're still six feet away from them because, obviously, they're not talking it's to on the on the floor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so it wasn't useful.
0: Also, um, many, many people, when they notice there's a dog poo on the floor next to them, will move
1: away from the area. I've also found a portable bath capsule the portable bath capsule. It was patented in the 1970s. The idea behind it was, uh, with the patent description citing problems with sponge baths, like how time-consuming it can be for nurses and orderlies, as well as the excessive exposure to water on the patient. The idea of this capsule was to slip over the patient, be filled with water, much like a hot water bottle, and then used to clean them. This was per- supposedly faster and better for the patient. It's spurred inventions similar to be used on pets, uh, throughout the patent, there is no specification of what material the bag would be made out of, just saying a fluid type material. It seems that the idea was only partially finished, but apparently the inventor wanted to capitalize on the most innovative way to get clean before anyone else could get their dirty hands in the way. And it is literally. Oh, there we go, a person in a hot wall wall. So, um, <laughs> that's hilarious because
0: that's legitimately a thing now. Is it? I'm pretty sure that's legitimately a thing. I'm sure I've seen it somewhere where like you can you can go and do that. It's like somewhere in a spa or something. I'm sure you can do that. Yeah. I good. don't know whether I don't know whether they'll fill it with water. I think they'll fill it with steam or something. It's meant to be like a detox crappy thing. I'm sure I've seen something about
1: something stupid like that. Yeah. Uh, and finally, the best one is the vibrating tattoo. I want a vibrating tattoo. How do you get a Vibrant tattoo? I don't even know what it is yet.
0: <laughs> I feel like it requires batteries, which would be bad for any
1: sort of tattoo. <laughs> Should I, if I tell you who came up with it, I'd make you more or less likely to want it. Uh, it depends on who.
0: I mean, I've, there's UV tattoos, so it's not out far that far out the realm of
1: possibility of that it's real. Come on. Then. Um, hold on. Was it Hugh Hefner? Uh No, it wasn't. What about if I tell you what year? What year?
0: It's going to be something ridiculous, like, during the 1800s sailors or something, isn't no. it? No, it's 2011. 2011? 2011. Yeah. That's not too bad, then. Okay. Nokia. Of course, got... yes, I want one. <laughs> Nokia. <laughs> It'll
1: be indestructible, whatever it is. Uh, apparently, um, that obviously, a Finnish mobile company. In 1982, uh, the executives claimed that the mobile phones were improbably futuristic and niche devices. Uh, by 1998, they were the best-selling phone company and had it sold its 100 millionth device um, and were the first company to produce a camera phone in 2003. But, in keeping with innovating, uh, they filed a patent for a vibrating tattoo in 2011 That would alert wearers of cellular notifications. It's a badge that would adhere to an easily concealed area of the body and use a magnetic field to communicate with the phone.
0: So it wouldn't actually be embedded in the skin; it would just be on.
1: I guess, but I also like if my watch vibrates when my phone goes off in case I've I've got a phone on silent or whatever. It alerts me. Isn't that just the same, except instead of taping it on, I'm just wearing it as a watch.
0: I feel feel like it's like that. But, you know, in the cyberpunk thing, it's sort of getting into the realm of cyberpunk where you've got a little sort of pad behind your ear and whenever you get a phone call, it will vibrate or ring in your ear and you just press it and you can have a phone call because it's right there next to your ear. I feel like it's getting into that sort of territory.
1: I just...
0: I'm I'm waiting on the day that we can get a real-life hood. That would be so useful when you walk around. You don't have to pretend to know people's names because you can just walk up and go, Oh, I've already met you, your name is displayed above your head. <laughs> oh my
1: god, right, oh, oh hold on. Um I've I've just found even more I'm just gonna read you some pat these are real patterns, right? Um Of course. Dog knows art. Okay. Mm, not um, surprising. There's already art made by chimpanzees and stuff. Uh, tampa resistant institutional shoe and method. Uh, a shoe with a transparent sole, so as to prevent concealing contraband. That makes perfect sense, th- but isn't it already a thing? Uh, well, I don't know. Just boots, um, any subliminal any boots glasses.
0: Yeah, subliminal
1: yeah. glasses or subdermal glasses. Subliminal. Glasses You're that gone. project subliminal images claim to get to be a possible aid from everything to quit smoking, stop drug and alcohol abuse and learning because subliminal tapes that are available at work so... are, are available work so... well... So like Google glasses I'm guessing except they just put random images up that subliminally like... Know how like you can subliminally input information to people by playing random things through audio. It's hypnotism, kind of, but it's like subliminal messaging. So it's making your brain think that without you realizing it.
0: It it's like Um, when you watch
1: a TV show and they'll pop
0: something up for one frame, and
1: it's like you you didn't catch that, but your brain caught it. Yeah, a, a Halloween mask with flash device. Uh, and so they went. This guy literally took a Halloween mask, strapped a light on, and called it new invention.
0: I'm not surprised. if you've seen the LED mask lights. I wouldn't be surprised if they've got a patent. A, uh, da, 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 da.
1: A, mouse, a mouse, a mouse with a built-in printer. That would be a very small printer or a very large mouse. It does say the title is pretty self-explanatory. Yes, it takes very small paper. Maybe it could serve as a label maker. I was...
0: Even label makers are quite large, depending on the label.
1: Somebody got bowling and then took out... Right, so they basically got bowling, changed the scoring system so as to, on their quote, eliminate the unfair advantage of scoring consecutive sixes with a multiplier effect. So somebody said what I'm going to do is it's bowling but if you get a strike you don't get bonus points. That's a new game on patent, edit.
0: Um, it's just why bowling.
1: The
0: <laughs> why the fuck not? If anybody plays it they have to pay them money so why
1: not? <laughs> <laughs> a pillow with retractable umbrella. <laughs> Who's going to be sleeping in the rain with a pillow? No, it's, it's a pillow with a built-in umbrella to protect the user from the sun, so I feel like it should be Parasol, but you failed it as umbrella, but yeah. Yeah. But then they said, somehow the idea of having a perfectly tanned body and ghostly white head doesn't appeal to me, but whatever floats your boat. <laughs> I like it. Oh, God. Um,
0: Honestly, I quite like that idea, to be fair, because that's one problem I always have whenever I'm trying to just relax in the sun is the fact
1: that there's the sun blinding you. I quite like that one. Eating count apparatus for mobile. Eating count apparatus for mobile vendor machine. He basically uh, see- got a park bench and welded it with hot- welded it to a hot dog cart because you need somewhere to sit with these mobile food carts. Oh,
0: <laughs> when you were saying eating eating
1: counter thing,
0: I thought it was legitimately gonna be something that counts all the like whatever like calories or whatever while you're oh. eating for you like it just detects what you're eating and goes, oh okay that's this many. Cause that will be fucking useful. Not a table attached to a stall. I mean it's useful but yeah. it's not as useful. Uh,
1: well, a method and apparatus for making a drink hop along a bar or counter. Wouldn't that just be one of those clockwork
0: Toys that can walk, but you put a drink in the back of it.
1: I've I've no idea. Somebody. Uh, I, wa- a I want. Of... To,
0: I want to set up an entire bar now, where it's just little clockwork devices where you put. It's got like a slot, and you put a drink in, and it just walks the drink to the person.
1: <laughs> you know Somebody, what I mean? It would just um... be constant ticking. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Okay. Somebody patented a method of swinging on a swing.
0: Okay. Is it a ridiculous
1: method, or is it legitimately just how you swing? It doesn't say. It's pretty much how you swing. Um, A paddle wheel plane. Again, no idea. Doesn't make any sense. Stud spectacles. Now, what do you think they are? That sounds very punk it sounds
0: it very is. it's it sounds very sort of just spectacles but with spikes going along the rim. It's it's it is very punk but in a different way. Is it just spectacles but with
1: spikes coming out the front? No. No, what is it? Come on. Eyeglasses that don't need a frame. Right. Because they attach directly to body piercings on the face.
0: Ooh. Now, that is now, punk I as feel fuck like ever. the
1: could be problems. <laughs> I feel like there
0: could definitely be problems, but I also feel like that could definitely be a fashion statement.
1: <laughs> um smoker's hat. This could also be a fashion statement. <sighs> uh Right,
0: a smoker's hat, I'm just imagining like a smoker's jacket, so a very regal, so very (laughs) silk type hat, but with like a little cigarette stand so you can just put your
1: cigarette in when you need to just Uh, have your hands free. This is not regal. Oh, um, A hat with an air intake which filters and then expels air looks pretty much like wearing an exhaust for a stove on your head. Oh, fuck's sake. Really? (laughs) Yeah um a mug incorporating a simulated artificial horizon <laughs> um no idea um okay a, a non-lethal cockfighting system. So someone saw that cockfighting was illegal, for obvious reasons, and went, Oh, that's not fair. Maybe we should just make it so that they don't kill each other. No, it's not just, it, you know, the stress that animals are under and shit are just as much of a factor <laughs> as the fact they die.
0: <laughs> uh, I've
1: noticed cockfighting's illegal. Is it just because they kill each other? Are you no, ready it's because of for... fucking animal cruelty. I have found something more unsafe than the punk sunglasses. Or whatever they were. Whatever the the glasses. Studded glasses, but we might as well call them
0: punk sunglasses at this point. What is more dangerous <laughs> than the punk sunglasses?
1: A tricycle lawnmower. Ah, uh, yeah, ah, uh, uh, And it's not just dangerous because tricycles are unsteady and have a history of falling over in many different forms. Um, but it's also because it was literally a child's tricycle with a lawnmower attached to it. <laughs> Was this an electrical lawnmower? Was it like
0: an old school lawnmower where it just had the oh, blades that would roll while it was there? Petrol. Yeah. Okay. Like I was imagining sort of 1880s type thing where it's like old school metal wheels with the old school metal roller. That
1: would be fine. Diesel yeah. petrol. No. Oh, right. This one does look cool, and it looks like a superhero costume. Um. um how- However, I would engineer for it.
0: Probably means I would want to be a test engineer for it. What no, is
1: it? you wouldn't. Would I not? Okay, what is it? No. Ballistic resistant body covering. I want to be a test engineer for that. You want to be in the bring suit it. when people shoot at you. It looks like a leather suit, man. Fucking bring it, man. Okay, <laughs> uh, what, about, what about the electrified tablecloth?
0: That sounds fun as well. I, I don't know why you would have it.
1: Apparently, does, eat to, to discourage bugs from crawling on the tablecloth, the electrified cloth shocks them, much like an invisible dog fence. However, it would also shock you
0: every time you went anywhere near it, and as with the problem of most households, have <laughs> metal cutlery. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, holy I, um...
1: fuck.
0: holy fuck. That would bring a whole new kink into the fucking system for underground dungeons. If you had a, a fucking bulletproof gimp suit. <laughs> <laughs> imagine. <laughs> your k- and what's your kink? And what's your kink? Point forty-five, please,
1: sir. Boom. Okay, um, a marine mammal communication device. Isn't that just sonar? Uh, It says, a detailed source code, 17 pages worth, of what basically announced to a dolphin-sized keyboard that translates keystrokes into sounds for both humans and other dolphins. Perhaps could work for whales and porpoises as well. Um, They hope that once trained that a human will be able to simply speak to the dolphins and vice versa. Do you want to know who who, uh, filed this patent? Please tell me it was someone ridiculous, like Sir Attenborough. It was Sir Walt Disney. Of of course. Or at least it was Walt Disney, the company.
0: Of course it was Disney. Of course. They probably made it to try and make a film. Uh, Okay, right.
1: Uh, So, uh, uh, this is from the guy who offered... So, there's a guy who filed a patent for, you know, um, some cars can be, like Tesla, can, if if somebody steals it or whatever, they can remotely shut it off so that you can't obviously get away very far with it. Yeah. Right. The guy that filed the patent for that remote shut-off also filed a patent earlier than that for a method of stopping a stolen car without a high-speed chase, utilising a barcode. The only other information I have is that part of the invention required the rear wheel covers to have bullets or knives installed in them. So it would be, you would upload the barcode,
0: <laughs> it would puncture the rear tyres and stop the car. I don't know, because why do you need a barcode for that? It would be, like, every car would have an individual barcode, you would upload that specific barcode to shut it off, I'm guessing. It would just be like a general it system would... and you would upload
1: that barcode. Yeah, but you couldn't upload that barcode unless you were at the car, so you'd have to scan him. You'd have to, like, stand on the side of the room and go, boop, as he went past. Might be what, <laughs> like what to a do. Move. It might have been,
0: That might have been the plan, honestly. Have police have this device, and if a car's reported stolen, the police can scan the device while they're in chase, and it just shuts the car, it knocks the back tyres. Instead of deploying stingers, the police could just get knives to PS your rear tires. Why not? I think it sounds like an excellent idea.
1: Right, I've found what is the Better than for a one. This one is it's too old to have full text, so there are pictures which I can find if you want. Um, it says I can't help but wonder if this device was ever actually used. It was submitted by just Dan, so a lot of these just have Dan. like obviously names. Dan the man. So I don't, I don't know when it was patent. Actually, uh, hold on, get rid of adverts. It Would you like me to publication film? date? Okay, no, no, so it was filed on the 15th of January 1963, and it was accepted on the 9th of November 1965,
0: right? Right, so we've got the swinging 60s to work with here, which means it's going to be ridiculous
1: as fuck. Apparatus for facilitating the birth of a child by centrifugal force.
0: So you spin the mother round as fast <laughs> as fucking possibly possible and the baby flies out?
1: Um, possibly. There the are. Wrong... Question mark? <laughs> Hold on, because I, I have to find this the patent image. Please
0: tell thing. me there's an image of the patent. I want to see what device they want to strap a mother into to make their baby fly out. And pr- hopefully, there would be padding wherever the baby flew out of. I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm on it. Alright. While he's on that, I'm going to give you a wonderful little fact about the Irish. There was a great whiskey fire in Dublin in 1875 when 5,000 barrels of whiskey ignited and flowed into the streets. 13 people died that day. But not from burns or smoke inhalation. They died from bloody alcohol poisoning trying to drink it all. The most Irish thing in the world. I fucking love that. The fact that 13 Irish people died during a fire of 5,000 barrels of whiskey. Not from any sort of burns or anything, but literally because they got so pissed they died from alcohol poisoning. Dude, I think you're frozen.
1: No, oh, you're back? Hello. Dude, where's my car? Here you found a picture I of have it. Small connection issues. I have found a picture of it. What did you say about where the child lands? Uh, I would assume it would be
0: like a padded bit or a bag or something, like just sort of like held up in front of the mother or like on a stand in front of the mother. Like sort of a bag or padded area. And not just slammed into the wall.
1: No, um, it's a net, a net uh, which looks like a fishing net. It looks like a fishing net, man. So they've put a fishing net, uh,
0: ca- in front of a lady and spun around.
1: Um, I want to know if they ever tested this invention. It, <laughs> if so, I'm it, worried. It was, uh, it was awarded an Ig Nobel Prize in nineteen eighty nine. Which is a satirical award that, quote, honour achievements that make people laugh and then think. So <laughs> <It's not> us. <laughs> um, well, it does say, it, I can link this. I can link this to, um, to uh, yeah, Irish fact, if you want. Go on. Then. There was a Sorry. Dublin Science Gallery research at Tessa Delahandy De um, that said. In 2014, the Science Gallery in Dublin built a full-scale model of Blonsky's apparatus as part of their Better exhibition, showcasing thought-provoking ideas that failed spectacularly. The machine could go up to 7 G's. Why would it need to reach 7 (laughs) G? And is equipped with a bell in accordance of original design plans that rings once the baby lands in the net. Just in case no one is paying attention. in case no one's <laughs> in case no one's paying attention to the
0: woman being spun in 7g's seven g's said <laughs> a force not some
1: put pilots pass all like two.
0: they put a little bell oh, what God. use is the bell going to do if they're spinning them around the bell's going to be ringing non-stop anyway it's i'll, I'll read you the that oh fucking oh
1: the 60s. I love the 60s. Oh, sorry. So in 1965, <laughs> yeah, I feel sort of the cleaners as well. In 1965, <laughs> George and Charlotte Blonsky, a childless couple in New York, of course were childless, I think this is a good idea. <laughs> uh, yeah, an apparatus for facilitate the birth of a child by centrifugal force. Um, it consisted of, of a turntable over which the pregnant and ready-to-deliver woman was laid, with their legs pointed outwards and strapped down. The table is then rotated at high speed. When a sufficient speed is reached, this is to be determined by the gynecologist, uh, the baby Um, um, just simply slides out of the birth canal propelled by the centrifugal force caused by a rotating table. An infant reception net located between the legs of the mother catches the baby as it literally flies out. um, (laughs) What gynecologist? What... What would the calculations for that be? Wouldn't your gynaecologist have to also be a scientist? Or a physicist? (laughs) Your gynaecologist would have to be a physicist and probably have a degree in mathematics just to be able to understand what the fuck is going on. (laughs) That is ridiculous. Uh, Blunsky apparently explained at the time that the intentions were benevolent. It is to provide an apparatus which will assist the under-equipped woman by creating a gentle, evenly distributed, properly directed, precision-controlled force that acts in unison with and supplements her own efforts. I am pretty sure there's nothing precision about a child
0: being launched into a fishing net.
1: Yeah, I they also said it is known that due to natural anatomical conditions, the fetus needs an application of considerable pro- considerable propelling force to enable it to push aside the constricting vaginal walls to overcome the friction of the uteral and vaginal surfaces and to counteract the atmospheric pressure opposing the emergence of a child. In the case of a woman who has, fully developed, uh, who has a fully developed musculostom and has ample physical exertion all through the pregnancy, this is common with as is common with all more primitive peoples, nature provides all the necessary equipment and power to make have a normal and quick delivery. This is not the case, however, with more civilised women who often do not have the opportunity to develop the muscles in need of confinement. (laughs)
0: I don't... So, does he think some women are still running around in the fucking forests while others are
1: sitting in offices or something? Apart, yeah, apparently, apparently, if you're sitting in an office, then you might not be able to push baby out because you're more civilized. I don't know. It also, I love how it says, and to counteract the atmospheric pe- pressure. What atmospheric pressure? It's not, surely, it's not that much of a difference. It's not like they're in a fucking plane. Yeah. It can't be that much different. Also, I'm pretty I don't sure... That I the atmospheric pressure but, but inside via, someone via... isn't much different.
0: Also, via the evidence of the millions of fucking childbirths that happen every single fucking day, I'm pretty sure the pressure can't be that much that it would cause any sort of harm or anything to mother or child. <laughs> yes, yeah,
1: less civilised, strap them to America round. That's exactly no, what no, it this, is. No, no, this is the more civilised. Apparently, apparently oh, no, if you're more civilised, you might lack the strength to do it. So Dude. if you're more civilised, you get strapped to a very go round.
0: I've just realised. <laughs> yeah? This is why Prince Charles is the way he is. What? This is how the Queen gave birth to Charles. <laughs> God. I okay. do have pictures. What the Look fuck? The- that looks like the making Wolverine.
1: That's re- the, the bad. Also, a, a view of... I, I mean,
0: know, considering <laughs> that they're going to be spinning it around, the net isn't that big to catch the baby. I can imagine a lot of babies going flying out the net.
1: No, it doesn't seem too big. That's also another uh, more detailed picture of what it would be like and a picture of the model. I'm scared at the fact that someone has tried to make it. Well, it was for a museum, because the one taking the piss out of it.
0: Ah, adore it. Best thing ever. We need to invent it. We—that That is a thing that needs to be invented, just to see how many stuck-up, celeb people decide it's the new thing. Yeah. Because someone will some stupid idiot will decide that's a good idea. I'm gonna use it.
1: Do you know what other idiot decided things were good ideas? Humans, from the fucking sound of this list, oh, go for it. Well,
0: yeah, uh, it is your your good friend Vladimir.